Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. We become selfish. Take anything else except human beings. Everything else is selfless. Nothing in this world shows selfishness. Only human beings remember that. Why? Because he has been given that intelligence, that freedom. All other things are controlled, are guided by an unseen power. Of course, we use different terms to define that. The instinct, we say, oh, they are instinctive. They act by instinct. What is that instinct? It's not of their own. Something guides them. Something makes them do. Some force, which we call the unseen, or if you like to call it, say God's force, or God's law, or nature's law. Something universal. It is that controls every other species in this world. Only in the human level, that nature's law takes its hand off a little and gives a little freedom to you. All other things are controlled by the nature's law. So in the human level, when the little freedom is given to us, we expect to learn from the outside world and use our little freedom for the sake of others. But we do not do that. We try to make use of that free will for our sake. With that free will, we, will, we try to possess everything for ourselves. Then we get bound up. So we are actually fooling ourselves. But by that fooling ourselves, we pay a big toll. We suffer. We are not happy. We, we undergo all sorts of difficulties, sufferings, because of that ignorance. Avidya. And one day when we are really tired of all these entanglement, sufferings and pain and this and that, then we say, oh, I made a mistake. I tried to possess everything. Ultimately, I got involved in that. I'm entangled. Now I want liberation. I want to be free. Who bound you? Nobody else except your own self. And now you realize that you are bound up and you want freedom. 
What is the way to free? Detach yourself completely. So that lesson we learn after all these sufferings. That's why suffering is the greatest friend. We learn more by suffering, not by enjoying. The more we enjoy, the more we are entangled. So in the human level, we should use the free will to link ourselves with the higher will, the cosmic will. That is what you call the communion. Your free will is to realize you are allowed to understand that your free will is a limited one which is again given by the higher will to know the higher will and to get united with that. But instead of using the free will to realize that and to link with the higher will, we use it for all other purposes. We try to link with the worldly things in possessing them for ourselves. Then we get bound. That's why sacrifice is the law of life. Everything else sacrifices. Look at all these wood, wooden benches and chairs and tables and things like that, beams and what not. It is a sacrifice of the wood, the nature's product. The flowers, they have sacrificed this evening themselves to make the hall beautiful. Everything sacrifices itself. Nothing wants to enjoy anything for themselves. You can see this sacrifice in everything in this world, but only in a human being. He wants everything for himself. I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy. So that deludes us and makes us bind. Of course, for some time by our free will we seem to gain more things and things flow in easily and we simply grab and grab and grab until we get devoured by that. It's something like the silk moth eating the mulberry leaves. If you have seen the silk moth and its life, you will learn a wonderful lesson from that. A silk moth, a tiny little one, the size of a hair, and probably one sixteenth of an inch or even less in length. When you feed the, the little one, with mulberry leaves, it starts eating. I have seen it myself rearing that. See, a, a, suppose a few hundreds can be placed on the area of a quarter. But the very next day it will need a, a big tray. 
The third day it will need a, a fairly big table. It grows so quickly because it eats day and night. First day you may bring a basket full of leaves. The next day you must have a cart load. Third day a truck load. You can see them day and night eating. It eats and eats and eats for 20-30 days continuously. And as it eats, it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. Nice size, a big thumb size and about 3-4 inches long. And what happens? It really gets tired of it. Oh, I can't eat anymore. When it really gets tired of eating, we all know what happens when we are really tired of eating. Eat a lot and you become tired, then you become drowsy. Next thing is sleeping, is it not? Eat, feel drowsy and sleep. So the moth starts sleeping. And when it sleeps, as you again know, when a person eats a lot and sleeps, he can't just sleep quietly. He will be just rolling and rolling on the bed. And while rolling, you can always see some sort of stuff coming out through the mouth. The, the excess saliva. If you overeat and sleep, you can see the pillow is wet the next morning. The same way in the, in the mouth also, it rolls and rolls and a sort of saliva comes out from the mouth. And the saliva is so sticky and it oozes out in a thin string. So as it rolls and rolls, the, the saliva that comes out immediately gets clotted. And it becomes a nice string to roll the body of the moth itself. And it continuously rolls for a few days. As it rolls, a nice cocoon is formed around. But the moth does not seem to know that. It just dreams about. When you eat a lot, you will get fine, wonderful dreams and trips. Oh yes. So it rolls and rolls. When everything is exhausted, then ultimately at the late night or early in the morning, you feel more sleepy and you really go to sleep. Likewise, the moth sleeps well. By the time all that is stored in the stomach is exhausted and it feels hungry again, then the hunger wakes the moth. It, it opens the eyes to see pitch dark area around. What is this? So dark. I was in bright light. What happened to me? 
is still dark. Let me look around. It can't raise the neck because it's all tied. It can't move any limb. I say, what's happening to me? It looks around to see a nice big cage, a tight cage around. It is prisoned more or less, tied down. Then it wonders, what is this? How did it happen? Then it tries to recollect. Yes, I was a little, tiny little fellow. <laughs> and uh, yes, somebody brought me some leaves to eat. Yes, I remember eating. And I still remember eating and eating and eating and eating, yes. I ate, 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 ate for I don't know how many days. I ate a lot. <laughs> and one day I was really tired. Then I slept. What could have been this? Then, oh, see? That's a mistake. I simply ate a lot without even sharing with anybody. All I had, I ate. I wanted to enjoy everything that was given to me. And now I am tied up by my own thing. What I ate, what I enjoyed, has become a prison. Has bound me like this. Oh, now I realize, if I had just eaten to the limit, if I had shared what I had with others, I would not have had this experience. I would not have gone to this difficulty. Now I know. I was rather greedy. I was not rather overindulgent. Oh, that is life. I see. Things may come to me, but still I should use my intelligence not to overindulge. I don't know why he why did he bring so many leaves then? He questions. Well, that is his business. He brings it. He may bring it, but I should use my intelligence. I should be limited. Because somebody gives, should I eat? What a fool I am. Oh, I should not get into these clutches. In future, I will not enjoy anything for me. I will just have a limited life. I will take what I deserve and leave the rest to others. But okay, what am I to do now? Now anyway I am bound up. There's no other way, no other help except the unseen force. Let me pray. So the moth prays, Oh Lord, help me, I made a mistake, I won't get into that cage again, I won't eat so much, even people may give me all these things, I will not take everything for me. Even if I take, I will use it for the sake of others, and I won't try to possess for me. Please relieve me from this trouble. I have experienced, I have understood my folly, please. It prays. As it prays, the true intelligence dawns. The viveka, the vairagya, the discrimination and the detachment.
dawns. As it dawns, the sharp intellect, the sharp intellect, it discriminates. So the very sharp intellect becomes a nice knife to cut and pierce through the cocoon. So it opens the cocoon. Slowly comes out to see nice two wings. Just spreads its wing, comes out, looks to the cocoon. Oh, my sweet cocoon, self-made prison. Nobody is responsible for my bondage. It is I. Do you think that the devil coming to you? Thank you. Goodbye. I am flying. It just flies away. That is the moth's life. Is it not a good lesson for us? So if nature or if somebody or if something brings you things more and more, be careful. Just do not grab everything and try to possess. Because so-and-so gave me Accept, but find a use for it, not for yourself. If you can't use it for the sake of others, don't take it. Be detached to that. Then you can never form a cocoon around you. Many a times we form that. We gather so many things in the apartment and one day we can't move anywhere. I say, what is this? So many things. I don't know what to do with this. Can I telephone uh, the... Uh, uh, what is the place where you ultimately give, it, give everything? The Salvation Army, for example. Huh? Huh? Call the Salvation Oh, this wardrobe's full, 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 full. I can't have anything. Take this. All the furniture's full. Hmm? Keep on buying. So let us not become the silk moths and to have cocoons around. So we should learn lesson from our own experiences. It's not fooling. It is really a sensible thing. Because if you are not fooling yourself and if you are serious and sincere and if you are doing the right thing, why should you be unhappy? If you say, well, with all these things, I am always happy. Then I say, go ahead. Not even one day you should complain of any suffering, any difficulty. No. That is the secret. You can have anything, but don't complain. That should be our attitude in life. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.